It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Today's episode brought to you by Fetch Me. Shout out to Fetch Me Food Delivery. Zach Blackerby and Michael Pappas, the couch potato, here with you. I'll tell you what, man, it was fun interacting with some of the listeners last night. And our first of two uh, fantasy football drafts. Yes, and uh, even since since we recorded yesterday, I've had some people reach out on Twitter still trying to join the league. Uh, I'm really sorry, everyone. You know, we had an absolute, just a monster turnout. We I think there were like ten invitations that got sent out that didn't get uh, didn't get accepted in time, and then inc- that brings us to thirty. And then we have even more people. We're still getting emails. Unfortunately, the leagues, I think, both are full. Uh, maybe that'll be the prize. If you win, you'll get an automatic slot in next year's league. I think that's fair. Yeah. And then it'll be a free-for-all for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we could think of ways to to earn spots in the league so or, or something like that. But, all right, let's talk about Auburn football's schedule this year. Kind of our season outlook. This is going to be the season outlook for 2019 and what we think is going to happen. You fired up? Dude, I'm pumped. I'm pumped too. I've been penciling things in left and right. Have you? Yes. I've been writing with, I had to go buy a pencil to go pencil in wins and losses. Oh, you're not confident enough to use the pen. Dude, you can't use the pen. Okay. There's nothing that's, nothing's locked in. Come on. All right. Let's start with the first game, which is only two days away. How crazy is that? We're only two days away from Auburn football. See, I don't like to think about it like that because then I'm like, wow. So two days from now, two days from right now, I'm going to be like preparing to head to the stadium in Dallas. Mm -hmm. So all the things that I have to do. Yeah, you've got a lot to do by then. Two days. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's funny. I'm just so ready to quit talking about Oregon. Let's not spend a whole lot of time talking about this first game. I I think Auburn's going to win it. And, you know, we'll, we'll give our official picks for it tomorrow. But I think you and I are kind of in the same boat for uh, the, the mm-hmm. outcome of this game. But I, I just think Auburn's a better team. They may have the edge in coaching. I think they have just enough to kind of seal the deal. And I just really like Auburn's roster more. I think it's going to be more Auburn folks there. I think it's going to be virtually a, a home-type atmosphere for the Tigers in Arlington. So, yeah, I just think Auburn wins it. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree. Okay. Uh, Tulane on September 7th. This will be Auburn's home opener, and it is next Saturday at 6.30 on ESPN2. Call me crazy, but I think Auburn's going to win this game. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think Tulane should be taken lightly. Uh, they had a good season last year. They were they went to a bowl game. Um, it was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, their best season in a while. 
But yes, you gotta gotta think that Auburn's gonna come out and lay the wood in that game. I expect to see quite a bit of Joey Gatewood. I hope so. For Joey's sake, I hope so. All right, third game, Kent State, September 14th. That is at 6 o'clock. People are calling this the Woody Barrett revenge game. Who's saying that? Who are you hearing actually say that? People. 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 I mean, I just said it. I'm people. Name one person outside of you. Just just people, man. Okay. I'm cool with it. Fine, you just cut that. Nope. We're leaving it in there. We're leaving it in there. We've been over this. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll break that down, that game down, of course, more uh, on the week up. But yeah, I mean, you think you think Auburn beats Kent State? Yeah, I'm gonna go on on the limb here. All right, cool. Here's where I think it could get interesting. All right, so uh, week four on September 21st, Auburn travels to College Station to take on the Texas A&M Aggies. Obviously, that will kick off conference play for Auburn, and you know they they had this weird thing going for a while where it was the road team in mm-hmm. this series that won. Auburn broke that last year with a, an awesome comeback style of game. I think Auburn wins this game. It, it, all right, so w- when talking about the SEC as a whole, it seems like there was two teams that a lot of people were just very high on. And it was Florida and Texas A&M. I'm still on the Florida train, not near as much as I was before they played in Week 0 last weekend. And then Texas A&M, you know, there's so much conversation happening about how good this team could be. And I just don't think they're a top 10 team this year. It, A&M for me is going to be very hard to judge because they could be a top 10 team and have four losses because they have to go to Clemson. Then they're not a top 10 team if they have four losses. But they could lose to four teams ranked above them in the top 10. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, it's but I don't like, think they're a top 10 team at that point. I mean, but I get what you're saying. So... I guess it's like, obviously, in, in that situation, they're not going to be ranked in the top 10. Right. But I do feel like you could ar- still argue they, they... If you did like a power rankings know. type thing? Yeah. Like, sure. they could still be considered a top 10 team. The issue, Their issue long-term is just their schedule. In a one-game situation, I don't think you're, you're really going to get the best look here. The game doesn't have a time yet. Um, if this is a night game, I feel significantly worse about it than if it's a day game. Sure. I think best situation for Auburn, A&M beats Clemson at Clemson, and then they play Auburn at like noon or, or 11 a.m. Central time. Can you look up what other games are that week? Sure. Because if that happened, it's probably the CBS game unless there's like a crazy... Mm, that's true. But even then, that's fine. It's two thirty. That's still a win. Night games, night at games are Kyle scary. Stadium are insane. Yeah, I mean, pretty much any or Kyle Field. Sorry, any um, really any stadium with a relevant football program at night is going to be tougher to play there if you're the visiting yeah, team. I definitely agree. And so, and I think coming off a win at Clemson, A and M might be a little arrogant. They might feel themselves a little bit, and then for it to be a day game, maybe they're going to overlook Auburn some. And then I think, I think Auburn could come in and play really well. I get that argument. I think it would actually be better for Auburn if Clemson just beat the crap out of them. If Clemson just beat the crap out of A and M, and then you come into it beaten up, your feelings are hurt a little bit, and then Auburn kind of capitalizes on that. I feel like that would go the other way. I feel like if, if they're kind of licking their wounds, they might be like, "We got to make a statement here. We got to show." I mean, if you have a special locker room, but I'm just not sold that they have that. And they may. I may be off on that, but that's 
it's kind of like, you know, for, for a while, just looking at the teams that what they did the week after they lost to Alabama mm-hmm. is like they were terrible. And like a lot of teams, they like lose to Alabama and then they their seasons just kind of crumble after that because they're not the same because they get whooped. And I think Clemson has a talent to do that to teams. Yeah, but I think the difference is that a lot of times, I don't know, I feel like we don't really see that with teams that can compete with Alabama physically. And you can say what you want about A&M, but they've got the strength program. They've got the, the players. I mean, they probably won't beat Alabama, but they're not going to go out. Like what we saw last year when Ohio State went and played TCU. TCU stuck around in that game because their first stringers can compete with Ohio State's. The issue is depth. Mm-hmm. That Ohio State's second stringers, when they come in the game, there's just not that big of a drop-off. Yeah. And so if TCU is going to have to play their starters for 60 minutes, they're going to start to get banged up. And then TCU's whole season is ruined because in week two, they all got banged up. But a team like Texas A&M, two weeks after a Clemson game, if they get destroyed... They're just going to be angry and coming out. I mean, in my opinion, they're just going to be angry and coming out to prove a point. I mean, unless, really, I think unless Kellen Mond goes down, I can't see this A&M team really losing to anyone and having it resonate with them. I think Jimbo is too good of a coach. And this A&M team, I mean, A&M is a very prideful university. I mean, they hold themselves in a very high standard. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that in a negative way. I just... I think they're too proud to to let one game ruin their season, especially when they've got three other games against top six teams that they're going to have to compare for, com- or prepare for. And then, you know, at that point, if Auburn beats Oregon, Auburn could be sneaking into the top ten also. This could end up being like a number 10 against number 11 game. So I, I'm just really, really, really hoping it's not a night game in Kyle Field. If it's a night game, I'm taking A&M. If it's a day game or a morning game, I'm taking Auburn. So this one, I guess, is penciled in as a uh, whatever is between a W and an L. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. And now looking at Auburn's game against Florida, you and I have talked about this one, and my mentality on it has changed since the last time we spoke about it on the podcast. Obviously this game, uh, October 5th, I don't know why I said obviously. You skipped one. Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, we can cut that. No, we're not cutting it. We're leaving it in there. Okay. We're leaving it in there. This is a live podcast. Are you periscoping? Did you actually do that? No, I just tweeted out a picture of you. <laughs> what? Did you, did you tag me in it? Uh, no, I did not. But cool. I, I tweeted it out from uh, the Locked On account. I asked if anyone had any burning questions. So we'll see if anyone replied. We have great listeners. It was only eight minutes ago. <laughs> okay. The internet in here is not very good. <laughs> Uh, all right, so on September 28th, then, Auburn takes on Mississippi State. I don't think this is, I don't have a whole lot of belief in this Mississippi mm-hmm. State team. I didn't have a whole lot of belief in last year's Mississippi State team, and they still really handled Auburn, but I just have a hard time believing that Mississippi State can come into Jordan-Hare this year and win, so I, I think Auburn wins it. Uh, I agree. I think Auburn's going to win. 
Uh, Mississippi State lost, what, three first-rounders off that defense? Um, I, I don't think the defense can be as good. Kylan Hill, really the guy to look out for. And Tommy Stevens coming in and winning the job. Keaton Thompson has left the program. I just... I would be more afraid of Keaton Thompson because... I thought it was Keaton Thompson. It's Keaton Thompson? I thought it was Keaton Thompson. I... I that was what I thought that they said. I found out how to pronounce Markwell Harrell's name. It's Harrell? It's Markwell. Markwell Harrell? Harrell. I think, I think the question was, was it Harrell or Harrell? But I thought it could have been like Markell, but okay. it's not. It's Markwell. I'm glad you figured that out. Yeah. Apparently he's roommates with one of my good friends, and my good friend just decided to never tell us that that was his roommate until last night. Well, that's cool. All right. So now looking ahead to Florida, I kind of already entered that game. Uh, my feelings on it are different now. I, I don't think Felipe Franks is the guy. I don't think he's going to be the guy to take Florida to that next step. So I feel significantly more optimistic now about Auburn winning in Gainesville. I agree with you. I thought that was an incredibly undisciplined team. Um, they couldn't tackle anything. You know, Like you said, we've talked about that quite a bit. Yeah, I, I just don't think you can fix that kind of stuff once the season starts. As far as form it's, tackling and just toughness, I, yeah. I just don't think you can do that. And I think a lot of people would argue that tackling that is just That chair squeaks so loud. Do you think that came through on the, the microphone again? Probably. Let's cut it out. Okay. We're not um, cutting it out. They, <laughs> uh, uh, it's just effort. Like it's, it's effort. And if Florida doesn't want to show up and tackle... The guys, on, I mean, Miami is a huge rivalry for Florida. It's who owns the state. Like, and, and they don't want to tackle that guy? You think they're going to care when Auburn comes to town and they're going to suddenly be like, oh, let's tackle this true freshman white boy? Like, no. I, I just, I don't buy it. It's an effort thing and it's a smarts thing. And if they're dumb enough to commit a pass interference penalty on 4th and 34, I don't think they're smart enough to be Auburn. Sorry. I love Dan Mullen, but... All right, looking ahead, Auburn has an off week, and then they take on Arkansas in Fayetteville on October 19th. Arkansas is another team that I'm just not very high on. Mm -hmm. I think they're. I think Mississippi State's a little bit better than Arkansas, but I mean Arkansas. Ugh. they're not going to win many SEC games this Dude, year. Poor Nick Starkle. Yeah. I mean, the guy can't win. He's Good enough to win the job and not hold the job at A&M for like four years in a row. Mm -hmm. And then he transfers to Arkansas, and the head coach at Arkansas, Chad Morris, brings in another grad transfer, a guy he used to coach at SMU and Ben Hicks, and Ben Hicks wins the job. It's just like, oh, my gosh, poor Nick Starkle. Yeah. So Ben Hicks, the starting quarterback there, uh, fine quarterback. I Is just, Ben Hicks the most boring name for a quarterback in college football? I don't know, man. It rhymes with Bo Nix. Yeah. I, I, they're going to be whatever, Razorback fast or whatever it is that they want to do there. I mean. It's not, uh, not going to work. I just Whatever they do is not going to yeah, work. I, they have, for, for Arkansas to be good, they have to do something that nobody else is doing. They have to give, like, whether it's an air raid or running, like, mm -hmm. a triple option type thing. I mean, because they're not going to get the players. They're not going to get the coaching staff. They got to do something that. 
where, you know, almost like what Georgia Tech did as far as, okay, we can't prepare for you in just a week, and you prepare the wrong way, and they just get your number for that week. I, I think that's what Arkansas needs to and do. And we saw Petrino have a lot of success at Arkansas with McFadden, and they had a very good string of running backs there from Peyton Hillis to Darren McFadden to Felix Jones. They were all there at the same time, though. Okay, excuse me. Um, I just You can't say a string of running backs, though, when they were all on the same team. Group of running backs. Sure, I, uh, I agree with that 100%. And Alex Collins was pretty good last season, two seasons ago, whatever. He's in the league. All right, so there's like a 10-year yeah, no, period in between. It's, it's, Is that a string? I just... So off track now. Um, yeah, cut that out. They, uh, <laughs> I just I, I, this I picture like, you tweeted of me is terrible. Yeah, I look like uh, Frank Caliendo impersonating John Gruden. That's what I look like in this picture. You Which Frank very, Caliendo does follow me on Twitter, by the way. You got a very okay. That's fake. You got a very nice reply. It's not fake. I Dude, showed he you. He followed that. you for charity. You admitted it. It was like if you retweet this charitable tweet, I'll follow you. Does, does he follow me on Twitter, yes or no? Does Frank Caliendo follow me on Twitter, yes Dude, or no? Dude, if you're into pity followers, I'm sure there's quite a few listeners who could get you some pity followers. No, it was a trade. It was a barter. He's like, if you retweet this and spread the word, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll follow, follow you That was pity. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That's, like you, okay. that's like you go into the store and you're like, all right, this thing is $5, and you give the cashier $5, and there's that's like them saying that they gave you the item that you bought out of pity. That's ridiculous. You didn't. So what you're saying is that you purchase his follow, with and that re- counts? With a retweet. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, breaking news, Zach buys followers. I, I bought Frank Caliendo. Wow. Deal with it. You got anything else for Arkansas? No, nah, I mean, if you think that Arkansas is going to beat Auburn at this point in the season, yikes. If Auburn goes into Arkansas and loses, this is a, a catastrophic season and Gus should get fired. Yeah, if you legit think that Arkansas is going to beat Auburn, let us know. We want to have you on the podcast. Yeah, facts. Except you, you got to come in here and spit some fire defense for that take. Yeah, I want like an outline of your argument beforehand so I know what we're getting mm-hmm. into. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? All right. Mm-hmm. October 26th at Baton Rouge. I'm dreading that week already. Really? Dude, I just, I, I have this penciled as a win. And I know that that is, I just, I don't think LSU was that good last year. I don't really understand how before last season, everyone is like, Orgeron, probably not a good head coach, probably going to get fired, even though it's only his first year as an inter, as the full-time head coach or second year as the full-time head coach. And then he has one season in which they go 9-3, and three, and everyone's like, oh my God, LSU top five. Like, Joe Burrow is average at best. They, lo- they lost... A lockdown corner, the best middle linebacker in college football. Yes. And, like, yeah, Grant Delpit, real deal. The guy can't make every play. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm not, and they lose a, another very good running back in Brissett, if I'm well, not mistaken. Where does the like, curse factor into this analysis? I, I, I don't really believe in curses. I, I, I'm wow. sorry. That's crazy. I don't believe, well, it depends. I do believe in some curses. Were, I don't believe. Were you alive in 99? Yes. Okay. Do some quick math here. <laughs> You're the engineer in the room. God bless. <laughs> yes, uh, I was alive in nineteen. How do you think this podcast is going right Honestly, now? Honestly, I feel like people are going to laugh listening to it. Okay. We've had a terrible day around the office. We're doing this yeah. like major software upgrade, and the tech I'm on the phone with is like, I need 30 minutes to record a show. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'll call you back in 30 minutes. I'm like, thank you. 
So this has honestly just been an escape, and I'm really just enjoying every second. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. Also, shout out to Connor Broadfoot, only one who's replied to the tweet. What did he say? Did he ask a question? No, he didn't. What did he ask? If he could get one of your hats. Oh, okay. Should we make hats? I don't know if we're allowed to with the locked on thing. I'll ask. Okay. I think Auburn loses to LSU. I think that's the first loss of the season. Right now, if I had to pick. Um, Ole Miss is the following week, November 2nd. I think they are going to be terrible, and I think Auburn wins. Yeah, at home. I think we get a repeat of two years ago. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Yeah, that was a fun game to watch. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Fetch Me. They are run by an alum of Auburn and have the greatest variety of restaurants to order and get your meal delivered in Auburn and Opelika. If you are looking to have your family meal delivered in less than 40 minutes, you need to go to Fetch Me. Fetch Me has a great selection of anything you want, including meals from your favorite restaurants, groceries, and coffee. I have to say Fetch Me also has the friendliest and fastest service in town. Fetch Me does that because their mission to change the delivery experience by ensuring each order is delicious, accurate, timely, and most of all, you have a great experience. Fetch Me is the best in the business. Go check out Fetch Me at FetchMeDelivery.com and use promo code FetchMe20 to get your first delivery free. That's FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. All right. November 16th, Deep South's oldest rivalry. Obviously, Georgia comes to town, and that is going to be a huge game. If either of our predictions are correct, whether Auburn be undefeated, according to your projections, or have one loss, I mean, this will be by far the biggest game of the season up to that point. Mm -hmm. I have like like half of a loss. If A&M is a night game, I think they'll, that they'll lose. Okay. Yeah, I mean. That's that, fine. So half of a loss. So if Auburn's seven and a half I and didn't a realize half against how, Georgia. I didn't realize how uh, <laughs> optimistic I was being until you said undefeated going into Georgia. And, I was like, and then oh, you're God. like, what have I said where I can make that less optimistic? How can I be less of a homer real quick? <laughs> I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> it is, though. I mean, the way the schedule lays out. I, I mean, real, I, really, if you get through Oregon and Texas A&M, you've got a shot. Absolutely. I mean, the way that the schedule lays out, Auburn could either have three losses going into Georgia or be undefeated going. Like, I think there's equal probability of both of those things. Mm-hmm. You think it's equal? I don't think it's equal. I, I think, think it's I, equal. Okay. Because of, of having three losses and having zero. I think most likely they'll be somewhere in between. But I think there's an equal probability. It's probably like 5% either way. But, I mean, I don't think if they lose – I do not think they'll right, lose what, to Oregon What's A&M, the other 90% then? They lose one of the three games or two of the three games. Okay. I just I, – I have I – find Do they beat Georgia? If you had to guess right now, do they beat Georgia in Jordan-Hare? At home in Jordan-Hare, hopefully with some momentum. I'm going to say yes. I don't like Jake Fromm. 
I think he's average at best. Do you like him as a dude, or you just don't like him as a quarterback? I like his mom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got that out. No, we're not cutting that out. <laughs> um, I don't think he's that good. There's no one who can catch passes for Florida. I mean, Georgia. Oh, I forgot about the Florida game. So I guess they could have four losses or be undefeated. Well, they have George Pickens. Yeah, we don't say that name on this, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, I guess they have George Pickens, but we don't even know if he's pl- going to play. Did, did you not know that Jake, Ma- Jake Fromm had a very attractive mother? I Googled her. <laughs> She's very pretty. <laughs> had no idea. Didn't know that was a thing. This is a disaster. No, it's not. We can just cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> no, we're not cutting it out. Okay. All right. I, I, I got him beating Georgia. I got him beating Georgia. I'm feeling good him. right now. I like Georgia at home. All right. The moment of truth, Sanford. Yeah, this one for me is really why I got the pencil. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Didn't really feel like I could lock this one in, in pen. Joe um, Gatewood scores four touchdowns in this game. Calling it right now. Really? Calling it right now. Uh, okay. And Auburn covers the spread. Whatever it is. The four, 42 and a half point spread. I don't know about that. I probably Auburn usually doesn't cover the spread in those big games. Or those big spread games. Like I'd be really interested to see the numbers on there. I bet you they're like one and fifteen in Gus's last six years. On like spreads of over like twenty eight points. Yeah. We should if somebody wants to look that up for us, that'd be great. Yeah. If you want to tweet I'm at probably us. Probably not gonna do that. So. Yeah. All right, then Alabama. Last one. Last one. I mean, if I'm such a, I'm just barning so hard right now. I just jump in, brother. I, I, I think that uh, that's, I think it's a doable game for Auburn, especially after Dylan Moses goes down for Alabama. I mean, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Like you feel bad for him. No, you, you feel bad. I have no 100%. Joke, I have no jokes to make about that. I usually have a joke to make about everything. I feel really bad for Dylan Moses. Yeah, I mean, that's, it was supposed but to be his year. His year. Yeah. And, and people were super high on him. But, I mean, Alabama is now very thin at linebacker. And we saw what happened in Jordan Hare the last time Alabama was thin at linebacker. They got dominated. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's an equal chance here. We, there's six losable games on this schedule and mm-hmm. six winnable games on this schedule. It just so happens Where'd you put they're Sanford? the same games. Which one did you put Sanford under? Oh, they're a win. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. You feel good about that? Mm-hmm. Take out the pen then. Put that pencil away. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. All right. You want to give any shout-outs to, uh, to our the folks that were in our draft last night? Yes, I would. Uh, so uh, Let me start if you don't mind. Okay. Shout-out to the Gloat. Colonel Steve, you were rocking that smack talk. Yeah, you asked him to start I, hating oh on you. Do you regret that at all? Because he is not pulling any punches he's against not, you anymore. I mean, he is. He's coming after me. I love it. And if somebody else is listening and wants to tweet mean things to Michael, Michael would love that oh, at yeah. Couch Potato on Twitter. Do it. Do it. Be mean to him. So according to the projected stats on Yahoo.com mm-hmm. for College Football Fantasy, Tumors TP had the best draft, followed by No Bammers team. And then my team. Who's the team that took, like, six Auburn guys? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Um, it was either Matthew or Jordan that was in the chat. It was like, yeah, I've got, like, six Auburn guys on my bench. And I'm so like, oh, okay. Jordan's team is number 11. I don't know which team is Matthew because all I can see are the team names. I know that Ballers is in trouble. 
Is that with a Z or no. with an S? They spelled ballers with an S? Yeah, he okay. auto-drafted. All right. Jake's genius team. Mm-hmm. Shout out former Auburn Network intern Jake Wright. Definitely in trouble because not only did he do two fantasy drafts last night, neither of them were our fantasy were our fantasy league. Okay. Uh, so he's in trouble. And then I got to go back and see who else auto-drafted. Those are just the only two that I saw last night. Um, I think I had the pick of the draft. Okay, who was that? My 15th round pick. Okay. The starting quarterback at Indiana, Michael Penix Jr. All right. P-E-N-I-X. Okay. Poor guy. Mr. Irrelevant, Evan Stanley, the Western Virginia kicker. Fantastic. Where can people find you and hear you, bud? You got a new show starting tonight. I do. The SEC Report is back on ESPN 1067ESPNAU.com or the ESPNAU app. 7 to 9 p.m., Go listen to it. It's going to be once a week on Thursdays. And then starting on Saturday after the game, live from Sky Bar, immediately following every Auburn football game, I'll be on there with Dan Peck. Love it. Same three places. You can go listen to it. Fantastic. Follow and me on Twitter. Couch Potato, baby. Let's shoot go. Shoot me an email. CouchPotato at gmail.com. And you can shoot the show an email at LockedOnAuburn at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby, and this has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.